I'm Jessie Aredia, and you're listening to Soul Care for the New Mom, a devotional podcast designed with new moms in mind. Last week, I sent out a message to many of my Instagram followers with the question, what's the biggest challenge you're facing in this season as a mom? And hands down, the most popular response was about the mom guilt that comes from not knowing how to balance it all. Motherhood, marriage, housework, pursuing a career, chasing after a passion or a dream. And I completely resonated with this answer. It is so difficult to know what the right balance is and how to do what's best for the family while maintaining a functioning household and without compromising your own needs and desires too. No matter how hard we try, a lot of us feel like we're falling short in at least one area, if not several, and that's where the mom guilt comes in. Well, this morning as I was praying through how I wanted to approach this subject, it occurred to me that the Bible has almost nothing to say about how to quote-unquote balance it all, but what it does have is plenty of scripture on freedom in Christ, including freedom from guilt. So I want to focus in on that topic of guilt. Because at the end of the day, even if all of our ducks are in a row and we somehow manage to curate the perfect routine and become that well-balanced supermom, we will still not be living out that abundant life that Jesus speaks of in John chapter 10 verse 10 if we don't first have an understanding of our freedom from guilt that is found in Christ. I'll share from my own experience that I've had to come a long way in this area since I first became a mom, and I still wrestle with guilt even today. Before motherhood, I was very much a striver, a perfectionist even. I had all these hopes and plans for how I would do everything just right as a mom, how I would make all the right decisions and find a perfect rhythm and get my to-do list checked off all while adjusting successfully to my new life with a baby. But then my daughter was born and I instead just felt overwhelmed by how little time or energy or emotional capacity I had for anything but caring for her. Cooking dinner and cleaning quickly got delegated to my husband because of her constant demands. I mean, I can actually count on one hand how many meals I cooked those first six or so months of her life. On top of that, I struggled to make time for myself to do those self-care things that so many of these Pinterest articles were telling me about. Even if I had opportunities to nurture my marriage, I just wasn't feeling it. And even my relationship with the Lord felt strained as I struggled to carve out time to read the word or pray. I had to adjust my expectations big time. And any hope of being that well-balanced wife and mom went out the window as I was forced to surrender myself over to this newborn day after day. I felt guilty for so many reasons, thinking that my husband deserves more than my leftovers, that I should be willing to help out more around the house, that the Lord must be disappointed in me for how weak my pursuit of him had become, and even that my daughter should be treated better instead of being looked at as a burden or hardship or an inconvenience. Does any of this resonate with you today? Maybe you're in that season of very early motherhood where everything really is about the baby and all else has fallen to the side. If so, I so know where you're at. I know the discouragement you feel. I know the longing and the guilt. And although I wish I could say that there will come a time when balancing it all becomes no big deal and all that guilt you feel will suddenly wash away through your own efforts, I can't say those things. And here's why. I'm not in that newborn stage anymore. My daughter is 18 months old. I've had an entire year and a half to get my act together, to adjust and learn and grow and find that balance. And yet here I am doing many of the right things, enjoying more of my freedom, able to take on more responsibilities, but still feeling weighed down by the thought that I could and I should be doing better. 
And I know I'm not the only mom in this season of motherhood who is thinking the same things and asking many of the same questions. Questions like, now that I have the time and ability to pursue my passions and dreams, how do I make sure my children don't get the half-hearted, distracted parts of me? Now that I'm no longer nursing a baby at all hours of the day and my libido has finally somewhat been restored, how do I strive to not put intimacy with my husband on the back burner? Now that I have a solid chunk of time while the baby is napping to get things done, how do I do enough around the house while making sure I'm taken care of and getting the food and rest I need? Why do I feel like there's always an area that's lacking? Always room for improvement. Always someone who's getting the leftovers. Always the nagging feeling that that not only am I not doing enough, but that I'm not enough. Mama, this is why we need to be grounded in the truth of the gospel. Because the striving never ends and guilt comes hand in hand. We need to learn how to walk in the freedom of Christ and break the chains of guilt, or else we will continue to run ourselves into the ground in our efforts to finally earn approval or prove our worth. We will continue to wrestle through our daily lives, longing for a future version of us that just feels impossible to reach. And when we are doing these things, we aren't able to give our best to our children or to our husbands or to our passions, our careers, our homes, or the people around us. Instead of walking in wisdom, we will just be walking in fear. Instead of loving others well or working wholeheartedly, we will approach everything with half-hearted focus. Instead of letting the unimportant things go, we will carry unnecessary burdens on our shoulders until we simply collapse from the weight of it all. So how do we tune into this freedom in Christ? How do we let this mom guilt go? The answer is both so simple and for many of us also so hard. And it's this. We have to learn to accept that that freedom is already ours. Mama, this is the gospel. This is what we say we believe. So isn't it time we start actually believing it, declaring the truth of his word over us? Romans chapter 8 verse 1, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Colossians 1 verse 21 through 22, Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9 For it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves it is the gift of God not by works so that no one can boast Ephesians chapter 3 verse 12 In him and through faith in him we may approach God with freedom and confidence Romans chapter 8 verse 15 You did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry Abba Father 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. There are so few passages in scripture about how to create that perfect, well-balanced life, but there is no shortage of scripture on the freedom and grace and rest offered to us through Christ. The Lord wants to set us free from the striving and the guilt that's eating us up inside. And what's so amazing is that when we take him up on the peace and rest that he's offering, the things that once felt so out of balance suddenly don't matter quite as much. It's easier to let the little things go, to redirect our attention and efforts if need be, and to offer grace to others and to ourselves. You know, I've discovered in recent years that he is such a good father and that he does want to help us in many of these areas of our lives that we're trying so hard to improve and balance. 
but not so that we can glorify ourselves in proving how well we're able to balance it all, but rather so that we can glorify him with our wise choices and the confidence and peace with which we live our lives. One of my favorite verses in the book of James, which is packed full of good scripture to cling to, is James chapter 1 verse 5, which says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. I can't count the number of times I've asked the Lord for wisdom on how to better manage my time or how to make better choices for my family and myself and in everything he has given me a next step to take, whether it be something specific such as focusing on sleep training to help me have more quality time with my husband or something a little less concrete such as waiting on taking action and trusting him to unfold things as they're meant to be. In all of his loving guidance and wisdom, his priority has never been my perfection, or at least not in the worldly sense that we think of, but rather his priority has always been to make me more like his son. Because balancing it all is not his goal for our lives. Our lives are so much bigger than that. We were created with a divine purpose to bring him glory. And we do this by living with an eternity-minded perspective, which changes the way we love, the way we serve, the way we prioritize and spend our time, and even the way we think about ourselves. There is no room for mom guilt when it comes to being the hands and feet of Jesus in our families' lives and in the lives of others around us. It is for freedom Christ has set us free. Not just our freedom, but for the freedom of those still in bondage, the ones who are looking for the answers to their own striving and longing for the peace and rest we ourselves are guaranteed in Christ. My prayer is that we keep all of these things in our minds and hearts, not just for today or for the remainder of the week or our current season of motherhood, but for the rest of our lives, because these truths have the power to transform lives. This is his longing for us, and it should be our longing too. We were never created to be weighed down by this mom guilt. We were made for so much more. And that so much more is already here, waiting for us to walk in it. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the freedom you won for us through your victory over sin and death. There is no longer any reason for guilt, shame, regret, or condemnation because our identity is now found in you. Jesus, you offer us rest and peace, and we want to walk in those things today. So help us let go of the things that don't matter, and to receive your wisdom for the things that do, and show us what it means to live as moms set free from the weight of guilt and the bondage of striving. Lord, all we long for is to worship and to honor you. You are more than enough for us, and nothing else in this world will do. We love you, and we praise you, and it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.